Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up and welcome to the art of being well. I am a leading functional medicine doctor. I get to consult people around the world via telehealth and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. If you want to learn more about our clinical work, the telehealth center, we have so many brand new telehealth patient options now open to make functional medicine more accessible and more affordable for people around the world and lots of free resources there for you as well. You can check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. And listeners, you all know, if you're regular listeners, you know, every single month we're giving away free healthy stuff. No matter when you listen to this episode, it doesn't matter. All you have to do for a chance to win, well, let me tell you what people could win anyways. We're giving away free signed books. That's cool. If reading is your thing, hope it is. And we're giving away free supplement protocol stacks that we have at drwillcole.com. We're giving away free functional medicine telehealth consults. If care support and labs are of interest to you. Anyways, all you have to do for a chance to win is head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review The Art of Being Well there. Tell us what you love about the pod. You could leave your Instagram handle in the Apple Podcast review itself, or you can take a screenshot of your review and message me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole. And every single month, my team and I will be going through the messages on Instagram, as well as the Apple Podcast reviews themselves and randomly picking winners. You can pick what you want and we'll either send out the product or the book or get you scheduled for your telehealth consult. All right, good luck. Let's get to today's guest. She's an amazing human being. Her name is Jamie Kern Lima. She is a self-made entrepreneur, champion of women and people around the world. She's a philanthropist. She's a keynote speaker and co-founder of It Cosmetics, a company she started in her living room and sold to L'Oreal for $1.2 billion, becoming the first female CEO in L'Oreal's over 100-year history. She's on the Forbes Richest Self-Made Women's List and is an active investor in more than 15 companies. She is a juggernaut and a wealth of information. Let's get right to it. This is Jamie Kern Lima's 
art of being well. Jamie Kern Lima, you just got off stage <laughs> at Tony Robbins UPW event, and you just spoke in front of 14,000 people. Mm. How was it? Great. <laughs> Great. You know, just like talking with you right now, I always think about who is that person listening. Mm. And I just like, my prayer is that something I share is exactly for them, exactly mm-hmm. for them. So yeah. yeah, I hope that in our time together, Yeah, I absolutely. think nothing is a coincidence. If someone's absolutely. listening right now, there's gonna be something you and I talk about that I hope and pray will be life-changing for them. Amen to that. Yeah. Amen. Well, thanks for taking the time out. Even the energy shift of talking to 14,000 people and then coming and us mm-hmm. talking here is a different wavelength. Yeah. How are you feeling? I feel good. I feel grateful. Yeah. Grateful to be sitting here with you. Yeah. 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 And just, I, I want to say right off the top, just congratulations on how you're showing up and serving in the world. And I personally know lots of people that listen to you and your work. And so just want to say thank you for that. And yeah, I'm grateful to be here and just to share this time with everyone in your community too. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Our worlds have been circling and it's finally happening. Yes. It's finally it's happening. Here. We have a lot of mutual <laughs> friends. Yes. So you've called this book the most important work of your life so far. Mm. That's a big statement because you've done amazing things. Mm. So why why, and how and, and why this book now for you? Yeah. So I wrote Worthy uh, for every single person out there who, you know, still, no matter what happens in their life, still doubts they're enough. Even if they're really good at hiding it or accomplishing all these things or showing up and do, you know, kind of doing everything. If deep down inside, which by the way, will 80% of women don't believe they're enough right now, as we're speaking live, 80% of women don't believe they're enough. 73% of men feel they're inadequate. This is a big thing. And a lot of people think that, you know, if they just accomplish more or they just, you know, do all the things, then they'll finally be happy. They'll finally feel enough. And external things, no matter how much we accomplish, no matter how many people we please, no matter any of our goals that we hit, if we don't do the work of, of learning how to actually believe we are worthy of those goals and we're worthy of being happy and we're worthy of hitting our health and our fitness goals. If we don't believe deep down inside we're worthy of them, mm-hmm. we'll sabotage them, we'll stay stuck, we'll wonder, you know, why we're still scared to go after our dreams or why did I finally hit my health goals, but then I went back off the wagon. All those things if deep down inside, mm-hmm. right? Because in life we don't become what we want. We become what we believe we're worthy of. And when so many people might Google my story, they'll read, oh, Denny's waitress builds billion dollar company. And while that's true, like there were so many moments in my life that, that either didn't happen or, or came so close to not happening because of self-doubt and because I didn't believe I was worthy of them. And so I have been obsessed <laughs> the past few years with just like learning how to build self-worth. And most of my life, and maybe there's some people listening with us right now that can relate to this. I just thought if I achieve enough, then I'll feel enough. Like if I achieve enough, then I'll finally feel enough. And so many of us, we, we do that. And we finally, like, like for anyone listening right now who, who goes after a goal or a dream, it might be like, oh, I want a white picket fence or I want to be married or I want, you know, to have this job title or a six pack abs, whatever it is. And then you finally get it. And then you might feel great for a minute, but then you realize, or maybe a year or a month or a week or whatever, but then you still feel 
like something's missing, it's because you've done the things that build self-confidence when you don't also have underlying self-worth, you'll always feel like you're not enough or like something's missing. And so I think we're part of a culture as well that, you know, we're taught like, oh, if you just work really, really hard and you make enough money or you get the right title or you get fame or you're famous on Instagram or you're all the things. And, 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 and for those of us that are the brave ones willing to just go after those things and actually get them, so many people are perplexed by why do I still not feel fulfilled? And so I wrote Worthy to, it's really, you know, there's over 20 tools in it on how to, how to build true self-worth and get unstuck and stop sabotaging stuff and learn to actually be fulfilled when you are pursuing your goals and your dreams. It's one beautiful life we all have. And life is so short, right? It's, yes. And what are we going to make of it? And mm. it's, it's, it's something that the older I get, I see it more and more. Like people, and I see it clinically so much that people are kept back from living the lives they were created for because they don't have, they don't feel like they're worthy. Mm-hmm. And it's such a central part of no matter what your goals are, whether it's health, physical health, relational health, like you said. Yes. I'd like to go back to your story because you mentioned Denny's waitress to selling mm. your company for a billion dollars, over a billion dollars to L'Oreal. For people that don't know your story, give us the highlight. <laughs> How yeah. did you get here? Yeah. It's so funny. I, I thought my whole life that I knew what I was going to do. And I, yeah. I used to, growing up, I would sit in my living room and watch Oprah every day. And I was like, one day I'm going to share other people's stories with the world, which I love to do. And I worked really hard doing a bunch of jobs, waitressing at Denny's, bagging groceries, all this stuff to, to eventually pay my way through school and, and work in television news. And so I was in what I thought was my dream job that I would do forever. And I, I entered this big season of setback in my life. And, you know, what I know for sure is, and I don't know who needs to hear this, listen to us, but someone does, that, that, that those seasons of setback or self-doubt or things are just not going our way. Like I really believe our setbacks are, are so often setups for what we're actually supposed to do. And I was anchoring the news and entered this big season of setback because I have, I have a skin condition called rosacea, which for some people it's pretty mild. For me, it gets really severe. So my rosacea is bright red across my cheeks. It gets very bumpy. You can probably see these bumps right now, but it gets very bumpy and like sandpaper texture. And I'd seen all the dermatologists and all the, all the treatments and would always just cover it up with makeup. And I was anchoring the news one day and I was talking to millions of people live and I hear in my earpiece from my producer, there's something on your face. You need to wipe it off. You need to wipe it off. And I knew what it was. The makeup was breaking up under the hot HD lights and the bright red was coming through. And so in the commercial break, I tried to cover it up and it wouldn't cover. And I entered this whole season of, you know, not knowing what to do because every makeup product I tried out there. And by the way, I had no interest in makeup at the time. Okay. (laughs) Like, but I was just trying to solve my problem. And so there was nothing I could find would work. And I started this season of self-doubt where I'd be live on TV and like thinking thoughts to myself of like, am I going to get fired? Are, you know, our viewers changing the channel right now? Am I costing the company ratings? You know, our self-doubt, I think self-doubt kills more dreams than almost anything else. And this was a season where my self-doubt was so loud. And then I got this moment in my gut, like this knowing, this, this like intuition that out of the blue was like, well, if you can't find anything that works for you, like what if you just create something? If it works for you, it's probably going to help a whole lot of other people. And for anyone dealing with imposter syndrome out there right now who has this kind of like 
thought about, oh, what if I do this? Oh, but I'm not enough to do that on my own. 75% of women, for example, deal with imposter syndrome. And the number is not much lower for men. So the majority of us deal with imposter syndrome. But in that moment, I felt full imposter syndrome. I was like, wait, I have this gut feeling. I don't know where it's coming from. It feels like a knowing I'm supposed to leave my dream job, what I thought was my dream job, and like try to figure out how to create a product. I'm like, okay, I didn't plan for this. It was like this knowing. And, mm-hmm. and I sat there, Will, with like this, this feeling like I'm supposed to, this gut feeling I'm supposed to do it. But then in my mind was like, oh, but you're, you're not qualified. You got no money. You have no connections in the beauty industry. So I sat in that place between telling myself all the no's and then having this knowing in my gut. And there was a moment where, you know, we hear like a lot of thought leaders talk about having a why behind every goal. So you might have like a health goal or a fitness goal. And if you have a real deep why attached to it, you're more likely to actually see it through. And this moment came to me where this was at a time where, you know, you'd only ever seen like photoshopped airbrushed images and models. And I, I, I couldn't, I was sitting there anchoring the news going, why this makes no sense. There's thousands of makeup companies out there. Why does nothing work for me? And then I realized, oh, I've never seen a woman with bright red, bumpy skin selling makeup saying, this is amazing. You know, I'd only ever seen overly Photoshop. And so I was like, what if, cause I had this, this thought of like my whole life, I love the beauty commercials and I I love all of them. But deep down inside, even as a little girl, I would love them, but they'd always make me feel like I wasn't enough. And so I had this moment where I'm like, wait a minute. It was like this why for why I needed to launch this thing just hit me like a ton of bricks. But I was like, what if I could create a product that, that actually works? But what if I put, you know, real people as models, like every age, shape, size, skin tone, skin challenge, and call them beautiful and mean it. What if I can try to actually shift the definition of beauty in the whole beauty industry? Like for every little kid out there who's about to start doubting themselves because they don't see themselves in ads and every grown person who still does. And so that deep why was powerful and I made the decision to to go for it. Because I think sometimes in life, like knowing when to let go of a dream is actually as important as knowing when to go after one. And mm-hmm. I literally quit my job that was my dream job, went all in. My husband quit his job. We had barely any money. We poured our savings into this thing. And, you know, I just want to share that a lot of people see the highlight reel to your mm-hmm. point, And they're like, oh, that Denny's Waitress built a billion dollar company. But it was actually from the second we launched it in our living room, it was over three years before I could even afford to pay myself a penny. And it was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of no's. And today people see it cosmetics and Sephora and Ulta and QVC and all the department stores. And what a lot of people don't know is it was actually three years of all of those places telling me no, no after no, after no, after no, after no. But deep down, I had that knowing that I was supposed to keep going. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I just want to say for whoever needs to hear this today that like someone else's no or someone else's doubt about your dream, whether it is Sephora, Ulta, QVC, whatever, or it's your friends or family or it's your partner. (laughs) or it's your own thoughts, but someone else's doubt about your own dream is no indication if it's going to work or not. I believe we all have an intuition and knowing, and I think it's more powerful than anyone else's advice. If I hadn't have learned to trust myself, like for me, I pray, get still and go, what does this feel like? What is it telling me to do and make that decision? Like I did a lot of things wrong building at Cosmetics. Oh my goodness, millions of things wrong. But I think one of the big things I did right was I learned how to how to just pray, get still and hear that knowing mm-hmm. and trust it. Yeah. 
And the moments we learn to trust ourselves, they're the only moments that make it possible for us to like step into our destiny to become the person we're born to be. Right. And, and that's, that's just, yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. Let's face it. You know it. I know it. Life can be stressful. It can be overwhelming. And it's not just your mind that suffers when you're feeling tense and anxious. Stress can also mess up your digestion and your immune system as well. But here's the thing. Your life doesn't have to be a constant downpour. Introducing Just Calm, the breakthrough new stress-soothing formula from Just Thrive. Say goodbye to frazzled nerves and hello to a steady, serene, more grounded, more relaxed and regulated you. Just Calm's proprietary mood-lifting blend is clinically proven to help you relax and breathe a little easier in as little as four weeks. And for your next level mood TLC, I love this product. I've been using it for years. It's called Just Thrive Probiotic. This spore-based probiotic banishes bloat and constipation so your gut can produce more serotonin, your happy neurotransmitter. 95% of that, most of you know this, is made in your gut, stored in your gut. It works on GI motility and the vagus nerve. It supports better sleep and those anti-anxiety pathways. With Just Calm and the Just Thrive Probiotic, you'll have the ultimate stress-fighting gut health duo to help you win the day every day. Right now, when you go to justthrivehealth.com, use promo code Dr. Will. You can get 20% off a 90-day bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm. That's like getting a month for free. To learn more about this groundbreaking company, don't miss my episode with Tina Anderson, who's the founder of Just Thrive. She teaches us so much in these episodes. Go back and listen to them. Take control today with Just Thrive. Hi, I'm Sif Heider, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? Actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. Remember to subscribe. We drop new episodes every Tuesday. So see you then. I don't know if you know this, but my most recent book is called Gut Feelings. For the same thing. This There's synchronicity here. Yes. Uh, this like deep knowing that can govern your life. Yes. And that still small voice that, you know, people, they doubt. Then there's self-doubt, but then you yes. said there's this external doubt of people telling you no, or that you're crazy or yes. gaslighting you. What's the worst no that you got in, oh in your gosh. career that you I can have, share on a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So many no's, so many no's. No's from people I was so tempted to put on pedestals. I'd say my Denny's tip money buying products in their stores, really painful no's. I think one of the most painful no's though, and the most powerful the most painful and the most powerful would be when uh, we were down to no money. And this has been a couple years of no's from everybody. And we got a call from a potential uh, investor who was a private equity, a really well-known private equity mm-hmm. company. And I was like, oh, and they got in hold of our product and they loved it. And I was like, this is going to be amazing. Like I was telling my husband, I'm like, if they invest, then we're not going to go bankrupt. And maybe they can use their power to get us in all these 
stores that keep telling me no. And we did meeting after meeting after meeting. We got to the very final meeting and we presented our whole pipeline. You know, we had lawyers involved. Like it looked like a deal was going to happen. And the very end of the meeting, the head investor, he's about three feet from me and his whole team was amazing. And he says to me, you know, congratulations. You should be really, really proud on your product, but it's a no, we're going to pass on investing in cosmetics. And I was like, okay, can you tell me why? (laughs) Because at this point I had heard so many no's and feedback is usually a gift. And I said, can you tell me why? Because at this point, Will, we were down to under $1,000 on our bank account, which meant we had just a few weeks left to keep the business alive. I didn't know how we were going to make it. Mm -hmm. And I was just like hoping he'd be my saving grace. And when I asked him, can you tell me why? He got really quiet. And then he says to me, do you want me to be really honest with you? And I said, yes, please. And he just got really quiet. And then he says to me, he's about three feet from me in person. And he says, I just don't think women will buy makeup from someone who looks like you with your body and your weight. And when he said those words to me, I actually never got mad or angered toward him at all. It was like a lifetime of body doubt and self-doubt, like literally like flooded my body. When I was watching him say those words, like it felt like I was staring my own fear straight in the eye. But why this no was so painful, but also so powerful is because that moment he said those words to me when he said, I just don't think women will buy makeup from someone who looks like you with your body and your weight. I got this feeling so strong. We talk about gut feelings. I got this feeling so strong, like in the pit of my gut. Like I feel like it was yesterday that said he's wrong. Mm -hmm. He's wrong. And I didn't know how I was going to prove that. I had no examples around me that my gut was right at the time. It kept looking like it was wrong, but I got that feeling. And here's the thing is that like, when I look back on that moment, whether you believe in God, the universe, I believe this is a universal thing. What I know happened in that moment is that that guy gave me a no, but I got that feeling, that deep feeling that said he's wrong. So I know in that moment, like he gave me a no, but God gave me a knowing. Mm -hmm. And every one of us, when we get still, we can hear our knowing. And I believe that which one in your life, every single person listening and sharing this moment with us right now, whether it's in your job, your relationships, your goals and dreams, your entire life, I believe so often can come down to which one we listen to. Do we listen to the no's or do we listen to our knowing? And, you know, here's, here's what I want to say. I, I also, when it comes to rejection and no's, I also, I wrote a whole chapter in Worthy about how when you change your relationship with rejection, you change your entire life. Mm-hmm. It, it was almost its own book. It's like this masterclass on how how you completely can change your relationship with rejection to be fearless of it and not let it hold you back and not associate pain with rejection. In that moment, I remember just knowing like, okay, rejection does not mean I'm not going to make it. Like this, like rejection is God's protection, right? And and there's so many different definitions I give to rejection. And what I want to say about this is that six years later, I didn't hear from him the guy, the potential investor for another six years. But six years later, the day we sold the little business I started in my living room to L'Oreal for $1.2 billion cash. And they made me the first woman to hold a CEO title in a hundred plus year history. And, but because they were a public company, they disclosed the purchase price. It was the day the deal was announced. And I didn't even know that part was going to happen, but the day the deal was announced, it was everywhere. So it was like homepage of the Wall Street Journal. Like, and that was the first time I heard from that guy in, in over six years. Wow. And he said, he said, congratulations on the L'Oreal deal. I was wrong. 
And do you remember the movie Pretty Woman? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you remember when she like went in the store and they wouldn't help her? Yes, and then right. she goes back a few days later. <laughs> yeah. So when he said those words to me, I wanted to say to him like, big mistake, huge, huge. I could give you 1.2 billion reasons why it was a huge mistake, but I kept it classy. I didn't, I didn't say that, but here's my point in this is that when he, when I wanted him to invest, right? It was some talking about rejections, God's protection, because I just believe in divine timing. And when I wanted him to invest, like I was so desperate, I probably would have given him the majority of the company for like no money. You know what I mean? And because he didn't believe in me mm. <laughs> by the time we actually sold the business to L'Oreal. I was still the largest shareholder. Wow. So it was like, thank God he didn't believe in me. <laughs> like right. rejection is protection. So I just, I just trust that. And all, it always hurts and sucks when it's happening. The no's, especially the no's we tell ourselves, but those are all our thoughts. Our no's and our self-doubt are all of our thoughts, mm-hmm. but our, our truth, our knowing, like that's our soul. Like yeah. that's Amen. our soul. That's mm. so cool. Powerful stuff. People constantly ask me what my hot take is on different beneficial supplements, what's the best diet, food to focus on, exercise regimen for any number of issues. At the end of the day, we know and we need to embrace that health is not one size fits all, which is why I'm so excited to introduce you to today's sponsor, Wild Health. It was founded by two emergency room physicians Wild Health takes a proactive and preventative approach to healthcare called precision medicine. They use your genetics, your biometrics, and lifestyle data to help you determine what your body needs as far as nutrition, exercise, sleep, supplements, and so much more, helping you function at your best now and in the long run. If you listen to The Art of Being Well, you care about your health. I know that you do, which probably means you'd find this extremely interesting. If you're struggling with stress, your cortisol levels, the primary stress hormone, right, is probably elevated, at least at times. 50% of all wild health patients have seen their cortisol levels improve following their health recommendations tailored to their unique genetic and epigenetic makeup. A staggering 68% of wild health patients with an elevated ApoB, the primary protein linked to a high risk of heart disease, showed improvement after joining Wild Health. Imagine slashing your risk of heart issues and potentially adding years to your life. This is just one of the ways Wild Health is transforming the lives of their patients. Wild Health is generously extending the Art of Being Well listeners 20% off the cost of membership with code WILLCOLE. Head over to wildhealth.com slash WILLCOLE and use code WILLCOLE at checkout. Make this commitment to yourself and start taking control of your health today at wildhealth.com slash WILLCOLE. As I'm recording this episode, I'm in between consulting telehealth patients and if you could hear that, <laughs> it's a fresh can of one of my favorite drinks. It's called hop water. Oh my gosh, if you haven't heard of the hop water, I have at least a can a day. I can't stop. Won't stop. So good. I love how light and refreshing hop water is. My favorite hop water flavor, the one that I'm having right now, is probably, it's one of my favorites. It's hard to pick, but it's called Ruby Red Grapefruit. You have to check this out. It's so refreshing. It's a great, just clean, low sugar, obviously no alcohol. I'm certainly not sipping on alcohol at work or ever. 
your boys dry in the best of ways. But hop water, it's spelled H-O-P-W-T-R. It's made with a brewer-approved blend of hops for crisp and refreshing taste. It's, again, non-alcoholic. It's zero calories, zero carbs, zero sugar, and comes in so many delicious and unique flavors. It has ashwagandha and L-theanine as well. These mood-boosting and stress-busting ingredients are perfect to help us relax any time. Hop water is positively refreshing. It's a great option if you're looking to unwind and relax or socialize with friends without the alcohol. I love hop water, and I know you will too. It's perfect for any occasion. Right now, I have a special offer just for my listeners, 20% off your first purchase. Plus, you can get free shipping when you order 24 cans or more. To get this offer, you have to go to hopwater.com slash Will Cole. That's H-O-P-W-T-R dot com slash Will Cole. Don't wait. This offer won't last long. Go now to hopwater.com slash Will Cole. You said in the book, I'm going to quote this, in life, you don't soar to the level of your hopes and dreams. You stay stuck at the level of your self-worth and your relationships, career, and ambition I don't say your health too. You don't rise to what you believe is possible. You fall to what you believe you're worthy of. Something we say at the clinic is you can't heal a body you hate. You know, you cannot shame your way into wellness. You cannot obsess your way into health. I think we're speaking the same language on, on what we're, this is a, a universal thing, no matter what you're talking about. So why is this so important? Why, why do people need to realize this paradigm shift? Yes. So knowing you are worthy, believing you are worthy, learning how to love yourself will change everything. There's this lie that has been around for a long time that learning to love ourselves. Like there's a lie that says, oh, we can just be really good at loving other people. We can just be good at loving our kids or loving our partner, showing up for our friends or whatever, but we're good at that, but we don't really need to love ourselves. And the problem is, and you can look at all the data on this, you can only love another person to the depth of connection that you love and deeply connect with yourself. That's it. So it is the most selfless thing, first of all, to really learn self-love. But here's the other part about that is that learning to believe that you are worthy of health, of wellness will change everything, right? Deep down inside, when we tell ourselves old stories of, oh, people in my family aren't healthy, or we tell ourselves stories like, oh, because I've seen three generations of women in my family hate their bodies. I just think I need to hate mine so that I work out harder. Whatever that we tell ourselves these lies that never lead to fulfillment. And when we don't feel worthy, we will still sabotage our goals. And, and even if we achieve a goal, we won't feel fulfillment when we have it. And yeah. I learned this lesson firsthand the hard way. I shared, you know, I shared like growing up, I always, I would watch Oprah and I always thought I'd meet her and all the kind of things. And fast forward, but this, this was a huge inspiration for me writing worthy because fast forward to a moment in my life where I had all the confidence in the world. So I was working out every day. I just sold my company for over a billion dollars, like all these things on all the magazines, all this stuff's happening all the stuff that the world tells you is what success and fulfillment looks like. All that's happening. I had a lot of self-confidence. 
which is very different than self-worth. Okay. So, so, so different. Just really quick. I have a whole chapter on this in Worthy, but it's so important. It's going to change someone's life when they realize this, especially someone who's an achiever or who is like, just doesn't understand why something feels missing. But like self-confidence, even though it's an internal trait, it can fluctuate based on things going on around us. If we're, you know, how we assess our skills and abilities, if we're meeting our fitness goals, if we're keeping the promises we make to ourselves, Mm. how we feel we stack up or measure based on other people and comparison, if we're winning or losing, our confidence is really important to fulfillment, Mm -hmm. but it's fragile and it can rise or fall. We need confidence in our life for ultimate fulfillment. We need to be growing. We need to be contributing to something greater than ourselves. But those three things are all multiplied by your level of self-worth to get your level of fulfillment. Mm. Self-worth is the deep internal knowing that you are worthy of love and belonging exactly as you are, mm-hmm. not as you achieve. Yeah. Not the, and, and self-worth is independent of what's happening on the outside. It doesn't matter how many past mistakes you've made. It doesn't matter how many failures. It doesn't matter all the things that affect your confidence, but your self-worth is deeply internal. Mm. And a lot of people think, well, if I just feel enough and love myself as I am, I'm going to lose my ambition or whatever. It's like, no, no, no. When you feel strong self-worth, you actually become more fearless Mm -hmm. of going after things because you know, whether you win or lose, it doesn't impact how worthy you feel. So strong self-worth is everything, but I didn't know that yet. I was in a spot in my life where everything was going so well, right? So it was like, I had all the self-confidence, the the company is sold on all the magazines, all these things. And for the first time ever, I met Oprah which was like my lifelong dream. And then I had lunch with her at her house and we had a three hour lunch, just me and her. It was, I thought the best thing in the the world. And at the very end, and she's incredible. Oh my gosh. And then the better than I could have imagined. And then at the very end of it, she gave me her cell number and she said, call me anytime. You can call me anytime. And I left that day, Will, and I didn't call her for almost four years. Wow. I didn't call. So imagine because we all do this and it doesn't have to be a situation like this. It could be that you meet a great guy and you put him in the friend zone and you don't know why. Yeah, You're just not attracted. It's because we will only soar to the level of our hopes and dreams as the level of our Mm self-worth. So we will not rise to even what we want or hope or believe is possible. We fall to what we believe we're worthy of. It's why so often we stay stuck. It's why so often we sabotage things. So all of a sudden, I'm everything the world tells me is like going right is going right. And then I get Oprah's number and I don't call her for four years. And for a while I told myself stories like, oh, it's because I just don't have the perfect thing thing to say yet. I'm going to call her when I have the perfect thing to say. And then I tell myself like, oh, everyone just wants something from her. I'm going to prove I don't need anything. I'm going to wait. All these stories until one day I realized the real reason I didn't call her was because deep down inside, like deep, deep, deep. I didn't think I was worthy of being her friend. And when I realized that, like I realized, oh, my mind is telling, my thoughts are telling me that, but my soul, my soul knows I'm a kick-ass friend. Like I'm a great friend. I'm a ride or die friend. Like (laughs) anyone would be lucky to be my friend, even Oprah. So like, (laughs) that's what my soul knows. Right. Right. And, and, but our thoughts and our self doubt, oh my gosh. And so that was the day I picked up the phone and called her and we ended up teaching a course together recently and last year. And she, in the middle of it, we had this whole conversation where she's like, you know, 
in life you don't like like you can work really really hard you can think you want something you can work so hard so hard so hard you can even believe it's possible but if you don't believe you're worthy of it it will not come mm. it will not come and as she was saying that for me it was just like this is it, it explains everything in my life and i became obsessed with studying self-worth and studying how do we each one of us and then reading the data that 80% of women 73% mm. of men like when you don't believe you're fundamentally enough, yeah, A, it's a lie, but it will impact every area of your life. And the moment you learn to believe you are worthy, and this is the great news, is that every single person listening to us right now is fully worthy. Every single, we are born fully worthy and enough. Inherently. Yes, inherently. Yeah. And there's nothing you have done that could ever change that. No past mistake, no thing that you regret, no person you regret, nothing. And, and there's no one else that can give it to you either. Right. Right. You, you, you internally have to do the work at, at, of knowing you are. But when you, once you learn to build that self-worth, it changes everything, your relationships, your yeah. goals, your health, your wellness, your life. So yeah, that uh, is, that is how worthy was. That, the and book that's worthy a paradigm shift. Could people think, like you said, if they hate themselves or if they just have that inner resistance towards themselves, that's what will propel them. Yeah. But like you said, even if they get it, it'll be such a source of dread and obsession and negativity and yeah. shame yes. and that how it won't be sustainable. Many, exactly. And how many people listening to us, like, let's just take health. They've, they've hit a certain health goal. And some people, if you have strong self-worth and you believe you are enough and whole exactly as you are, whether that's through, you know, your relationship with faith, through building any of the tools in the book worthy of just really learning your identity, right? Mm -hmm. And building your identity. And if you fully believe you're worthy and you hit a health goal, like you're going to feel so much fulfillment. If you have ever hit a health goal, whether it was like whatever type of measurable goal it was, and you got to that moment, and you're so proud, but you still don't know why you feel like it doesn't bring that ultimate fulfillment that you thought it would. It's because underlying it, you don't believe you're worthy at, mm -hmm. at the level that matches that goal. And a lot of times, you know, there's like a classic example that's been shared a million times in the personal development world where they talk about it like a thermostat. Mm -hmm. They say that, you know, we, you know, imagine one of those automatic thermostats in a room and let's say it's, you have it set in your house at 75 or whatever the time. And then all of a sudden things heat up and go really, really well in your life. Right. And, and, and the thermostat, if, if all of a sudden the room heats up to 80 or 90, that thermostat kicks in and cools it off mm -hmm. like an automatic thermostat. And they use that example about our identity and our level of self-worth. It's a very classic example, but let's imagine that right now you have your self-worth benched at a 75. You think I'm, you know, I believe I'm worthy of 75. All of a sudden things start going really, really well in your life. And, you know, you have this incredible relationship or get this huge job or all of a sudden your company explodes and, you know, shoots up to a 90 if you still only believe you're 75, mm. you will find a way to sabotage it. You'll find a way for the deal to blow up, to put that great potential partner in the friend zone, whatever it might be, and you cool it back down to a 75. Similarly, if you believe you're 75 and something goes really wrong and like the temperature drops to 60, but you believe you're 75, you'll find a way to pick that back up again mm. to always go and plateau at the level of your self-worth. And so- wow. This book worthy is about how do you raise your identity yeah. of self-worth because it impacts every other thing in your life. And 
you know, just to ask you this, if that's okay, watching your, you know, everything that's happened with your career and the whole kind of world embrace you and your books and your success, like, have you been able to navigate it, you know, um, believing you're worthy of all of it? I have, but I'm still a work in progress and I'm excited to learn from your book and the wisdom that you have because it, it takes work. Most of you know, your boy does not drink alcohol, but it's no judgment zone here. This is the art of being well after all. And I'm a pragmatist from a clinical standpoint with telehealth patients that if telehealth patients choose to drink a product that I love to set them up for success so they don't feel like crap the next day. It's a pre-alcohol probiotic from the brand Z-Biotics. Their probiotic was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct, right? It's a neurotoxin. This toxic byproduct gets made in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next morning. Pre-alcohol produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. This is a proactive solution that wards off feeling miserable the next day instead of a reactive approach like drinking electrolytes or eating greasy food. This is proactive, preventative. So enhance your mornings with Zbiotics. Go to zbiotics.com slash willcole to get 15% off your first order when you use code willcole at checkout. Zbiotics is backed with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash Will Cole. Use code Will Cole at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. One of the most common nutrient deficiencies that I see on new telehealth patient labs, you may not even know about it, it's magnesium. It is responsible for hundreds of different pathways for our nervous system, for our immune system, so many different things in our body is dependent on magnesium. It's an essential, important electrolyte. And a product that I love that I've seen great success with clinically is called Magnesium Breakthrough. I've seen Magnesium Breakthrough help people that are struggling with sleep issues, anxiety, if they feel wired and tired, nervous system dysregulation. It's a great tool within their toolbox. Why is Magnesium Breakthrough so good? Unlike other magnesium supplements that might be giving you one to two forms of magnesium, Magnesium Breakthrough contains all seven forms of magnesium designed to help you calm your mind and help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up feeling refreshed. Over 75% of the population is magnesium deficient. And what most people don't know is that even if they're taking a magnesium supplement, which many people are, they're still deficient. I can say that. It's very true clinically is that you'll see magnesium on their supplement list, but you run their magnesium RBCs and it's still deficient because they're not taking these bioavailable forms. The synergistic blend here is very effective to remedy magnesium deficiencies. Magnesium breakthrough is the ultimate way to give your body all seven forms in one supplement. In addition to experiencing relaxed sleep, Magnesium Breakthrough also helps improve digestion, supports muscle recovery, and supports healthy bone density. For an exclusive offer for my listeners, 
Go to biooptimizers.com slash Will Cole. Do it now. Your body and your brain, your nervous system will thank you. Again, that's biooptimizers.com slash Will Cole and use promo code Will Cole at checkout to save 10%. All right, I know I have self-worth. I know that there's this immutable, inherent, not because of something that I've done, but because who I was created to be. I know that, but I still feel like I'm a work in, in progress of being shaken still and forgetting maybe who I am. Maybe that's what it is. So do you find that even for yourself, do you feel like it's something that we have arrived and we found that worth, worthiness or is, are we always a work in progress? Mm, I think it is a lifelong journey for me. Yeah. I'll say, yeah. yeah. And now having like the blessing of meeting so many people that forever were my mentors from afar who had no idea existed. Yeah. <laughs> and so many of them and just so many people that have, you know, impacted the world in such great ways, served humanity, become huge forces of good in the world. People I admire so much, mm -hmm. every single one of them still deals with really building self-worth. And mm -hmm. that has been huge, especially like for anybody listening, wherever they're at in their journey, maybe they're listening to us right now and they're like, oh, I know I don't feel enough and it impacts every area of my life. Or, oh, I actually like believe I am, but I, I, I struggle with it sometimes. I don't know anybody who doesn't have to intentionally be on that path and that journey forever. And that's yeah. why I think having tools that you can apply, yeah. you know, in your toolbox on days that you just need to be reminded of who you are. And I think, yeah, it's, it's definitely a lifelong journey, you yeah. know? And, and I think also you and I were talking right before we started the show about the idea of how you're not crazy, you're just first. And there's a whole chapter in Worthy, the book called You're Not Crazy, You're Just First. And why I'm bringing this up is because I think part of why we're on this self-worth journey forever is often we're one of the only ones in our peer group that is, or <laughs> one of the only ones in our families yeah. that is. And there's a lot of people that even if they have the blessing or privilege to be able to access new information or tools or a book like Worthy, a lot of people don't necessarily want to grow. And so most of us, you know, we don't want to be like, peace out family or peace out in-laws or whatever. We're around a lot of people mm -hmm. that very quickly can lower vibrations, even unintentionally, or, you know, kind of reinforce self-doubt or things like that. And so I think for most of us, especially those of us who are the brave ones willing to put our ideas out in the world, put our hearts out in the world, put our offerings, launch the business, write the book, show up on social media authentically, like, when you're the, one of the brave ones willing to do that, you're almost always still going to be surrounded by a lot of people who aren't. And so I think it takes like an intentional journey of always being on with your tools. But there's, there's a whole chapter in the book called You're Not Crazy, You're Just First. Yeah. Because, you know, growing up, I always thought like, and I, I was adopted and I have five families and I'm so blessed. And like, I'm very close to most people in my family. And... I was still, and maybe maybe someone listening can relate to this. Growing up, I always thought like, oh, you know, I want to change the world. I want to impact the world. I have these ideas. I have, like, I feel like I am made for more or to serve more or give more or create or ideate, you know, and I, I always kind of felt like I didn't belong or like, and a lot of people in my family would be like, you have crazy ideas. You're crazy. Or I was always kind of made to feel like odd or different or like I didn't belong. And there was a moment in my life where I realized it's a, it's a long story. I go deep into it in the book, but I, I had this huge aha moment where I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. 
I'm not crazy. I'm just first. Yeah. Right. And, and what I mean by that, and every person listening to us is actually first. And if you are one of the brave ones willing to show up in this world as who you authentically are, you are first because there's never been another you before. There'll never be another you again. And the way your creator made you, like there's no one else with your fingerprints. You have a unique tongue print, a unique heartbeat. There's no one else in a unique iris of our eyes. Uh, there's no one else that has your experiences, your thoughts, your emotions. So by definition, if you're actually going to show up as who you authentically are, you're first. And when you're first, don't be surprised if not everyone gets it. Not everyone gets you. Yeah. Don't feel, don't be surprised if sometimes you walk into rooms and feel like you don't quite belong. Don't be surprised, right? And and this idea of you're not crazy, you're just first yeah. has been huge for me because there's been so many times even in, in trying to put an idea out there in the world or do things differently that felt authentic to me when I felt so much pressure to not do that and to fit in instead. And I just had to remind myself, I'm not crazy. I'm just first. Yeah. It, I think that concept is going to speak to so many people because I see it for the people that listen to the podcast. I hear it from patients. It's when they're going and wanting to reclaim their health. There's these, you mentioned today mm. before we started recording is these generational cycles. Yes. That can happen re with relationships. That can happen with finances. That can happen with, with someone's health, yes. their food choices or anything like that's not for me. Right. Or, or that's, it's just for those people. And we know this, there's intergenerational trauma that's actually stored in people's body, but just as trauma can be inherited, so can healing these generational cycle breakers. That's what we're talking about here yes. is like, how can you be first and be brave? And people are going to call you weird. People are going to call us all the names in the book sometimes Yes, because you're disrupting sometimes generations back of how things were done, quote unquote. Yes. Right. So. And worlds are changed by people who are first. Industries are changed yeah. by people who are first. And to your point, generational cycles are broken by people who are first. And, and that's what I love. And, and I love this idea too, that every one of us is first, but we just have to remember like, oh, okay, not crazy. I'm I'm first. I'm not wrong. I'm yeah. first. And and so often we think the things that are quirky or odd or different about us or what's wrong with us, but they're so often the thing that's most right with us, mm -hmm. you know? And, and that's the other thing when we talk about health and wellness and fulfillment is like, you cannot ever feel fulfilled in this lifetime. I don't care how many people you please or how many people love you and scream your name. You will never feel fulfilled if you are not showing up as who you authentically and truly are. Wow. You can also never actually have a true connection with another human being unless you are showing up as you authentically and truly mm -hmm. are. And authenticity, like like when you talk about your business and your all the things that people, your goals and dreams in life, like authenticity alone, it, it doesn't automatically guarantee those things will be successful, but inauthenticity guarantees failure mm -hmm. every time over time. And we're in a social media driven world right now. And even just in the past few years, you can see so often people that show up as a certain thing, and then it wasn't congruent or authentic with who they truly are. And they're gone mm -hmm. <laughs> or they're, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like the people that, that stick the path that are true, uh, that, 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 that show up fully and authentically. Those are the kind of people. And, and, you know, when you look over decades of those people's life, I'll use Oprah for an example. She is so congruent. The person who she says she is, is so congruent with who she is that over time, like 
you know, a mm-hmm. whole world connects with her mm-hmm. and every person brave enough to be authentic there. It's always going to come with people that don't get it mm-hmm. or don't like it or don't whatever it. Yeah. But the only way to build something that lasts, that matters, whether it's in your business or your goals or your dreams or your relationships mm-hmm. is to be one of the brave ones showing up fully authentic. And yes, not everyone's going to get it, but you're not crazy. You're just first. I love it. <laughs> something you talk about in the book that I love to talk about is considering the cost of your self-doubt as a way to break through. Can you talk yes. about that? Can you give also the practical tips of how to awaken the awareness that you're worthy yes. in the book? But this is one of them. Yeah. How can we awaken our worthiness or realize our, our worthiness Yes. And with this tool here? So as humans, like we are wired to avoid pain at all costs usually. So, so, so often we can know like, oh, you know, I'm going to get so much pleasure feeling healthy, but the pain of going to the gym or the pain of, you know, all the things. And so, so many people will just go, oh, I want to avoid the pain at all costs or, or they know they want to hop on the dating app and they want love, you know, all the things they want a relationship, whatever, but the pain of rejection, the pain, like we are wired to, to avoid pain. And so this tool in the book is really powerful. There's over 20 tools. This one is one of my favorites because it flips the script on this. And what I mean by that is so many of us, you know, we are sitting in our lives right now feeling not enough. We're settling for an existence filled with self-doubt. And because we don't want the pain of going after the things or the pain of believing in ourselves and then what if we're wrong or what if we fail or what if we fall flat on our face or what if we're really not enough or all those things. So this question of just considering this for everyone listening to us right now, when you consider, well, wait a minute, what is self-doubt and feeling unworthy already cost you in your life? Mm-hmm. What does your self-doubt cost you in your relationships? Like, what does it cost you in your career? What does it cost you in your friendships or making new adult friends? Like, what does it cost you in your health and wellness? What does self-doubt already cost you? And when you think about that, it's like, whoa, for most of us, right? For me, the first time I really, really spent time on what has my self-doubt cost me, the answer is like way too much. And then when you go a level deeper and you go, well, what, what is it going to cost me if I don't change it? You know, who's going to be in my life or not anymore? Who, like, what's, how, how will I be as a parent? What example am I setting for my kids of their own worth and what they should, you know, think that they deserve or don't deserve in their life and that they're worthy of or not worthy of. So when you really do the work of really, you know, and I go through how to do this in such detail and worthy, but like how, like to really look in your life in every area of your life and ask what a self-doubt already cost me, it becomes so much more painful mm-hmm. than deciding, you know what? I'm actually going to do the work of believing myself, of putting myself out there, of putting my hopes and dreams out there, of keeping promises I make to myself, of showing up, you know, of wearing the swimsuit, of showing up authentically on social media, mm-hmm. of, of telling the person I want to be more than just friends, you mm-hmm. know, or of saying, hey, I know we're both adults, but do you want to be my friend? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so these tools in the book are really like, how do you reframe in this case? it to be, what does it already cost you? Mm -hmm. And then it just becomes the clear answer is like, oh, way too much. And 
uh, a time for change has come. Yeah. Time for change has come. Yes. Truth. As you know, the podcast is called The Art of Being Well. Yes. At the end, I have your art of being well. This is Mm -hmm. Jamie Kern Lima's art of being well. First question is, some people don't have a food that fits this criteria, but what's the worst tasting healthy food that you (laughs) still eat it because it's so good for you, but it's not for the taste. It's disgusting. These life force shots from Erwan, <laughs> where which is a grocery store in California. Yeah. Every time I drink them, I could I like I I could barely like my face. You don't want to see my face when I drink one. What's in them? Oh my gosh, there's spirulina. There's there's I should I'll get the whole ingredient yeah, list for you, but they're spicy. So I think okay. there's cayenne in there. Yeah. They're bright green. Gotta love Erwan. Yeah. I feel healthier drinking them. I tell myself that yeah yeah. <laughs> this but, is um, doing something for me, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> What's your dream vacation? Right now, this is, I, I feel very blessed to have traveled to a lot of great places. Right now, I literally, my dream, I'm going to do this after, although I feel like I'm going to be launching Worthy into the world. I'm so excited. It's honestly, it's the great, greatest work of my life. I feel like I'm going to be launching it the next 10 years because that's how passionate I am. I feel like when you change your level of self-worth, you change your entire life. And I've been so, <laughs> like, I'm so obsessed with, with worthy and getting into everyone's hands that right now I feel like my dream vacation is, uh, and I've never even gone to a log cabin, but I feel like a log cabin <laughs> with my babies, my husband can come to my, my, <laughs> my five-year-old daughter named wonder, my three-year-old son wilder, and just kind of like curling up and just, and being, and just yeah. being. You yeah. Know? I hear you. The simple stuff in the middle yeah. of the mountains. Yeah. I love it. What state? With Montana, are we thinking? Colorado? Sure. I, I'm feeling like it's like, yeah, like the Rocky Mountains. I could do Montana, any of them, Colorado, Tahoe. Tahoe sounds it. great. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere just like with a fireplace, <laughs> my babies. And yeah. That's and just so cool. feeling like great about the offering that's been put out into the world and just snuggling yeah, them. That sounds it. like How amazing. old are your kids? They're five and three. So my oh daughter my Wonder gosh. is five and my son Wilder is three. That's yeah. fun ages. Yeah, they're so funny. Super fun. <laughs> I'm on the other side of parent. I have a 17 and a 14 year old and it's, they're just a bigger, bigger babies now. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Do you take supplements? And if so, what are two supplements that have been the biggest supporters of your health personally? So these ones are like so simple, but have been a big difference. Just, just omega threes and also vitamin D. I have been deficient and so many people don't know they're deficient right. in vitamin D. It's true. Almost every one of my blood tests is like deficient in vitamin D. So that's been something that I've been. Two. Yeah. Essentials. There what are, are your favorites? Those are two of my essentials for yeah. sure. Methylated B vitamins would be another one, like a methylfolate, methyl B12 would be one. Probiotic can be very helpful for a mm-hmm. lot of people. Mm-hmm. I like curcumin as a way to support lowered inflammation levels. But honestly, vitamin D and B vitamins are two, to me, like the top of the list of what most people need. And Mm -hmm. they don't even know it, like Mm -hmm. you say, because their homocysteine levels can be elevated. That's an inflammatory marker. B vitamins can bring it down. It's super easy. Vitamin D, it's responsible for so many different things. Very easy to bring it up, but you have to run laps to know it. Yes. Yeah, for sure. What is like a wellness tool or a biohack? I think I, is that an aura ring? Yes. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about that. 
obviously you wear an O-ring. Yes. Do you track your sleep? How, how do you use that tool? Yeah, I am obsessed with this, the Aura Ring. And they just added a new feature recently about the, which shows the actual moments of stress in your day. <laughs> and this is funny. So I love it for tracking sleep. I love it for, you know, just all the different kinds of sleep. I also find the recovery index fascinating. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes you need a great night's sleep and you're like, why is my recovery index so low? And then you realize like, oh yeah, I didn't meditate today. Um, I haven't prayed today. Day, like I, all the things. The thing I'm obsessed with about it though, is that new stress marker. Will, I'm not even kidding. I can look at my app and I can see by the minute, I know exactly what phone call caused the red <laughs> and the duration of red on the stress marker. It is wild. Yeah. Even when I don't have an elevated heart rate on that call, but there was something on it where I felt like, oh, you know, I didn't want to have the call or whatever it was. You can see literally track the amount of time in the day that your body yeah. is under stress. I find that fascinating. It is. And it's just a beautiful check to be like, oh, is this how much time I want to be under stress? Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes we don't have the privilege of deciding, but when we do, it's mm -hmm. just a great, you know, it's just awareness is so cool. I love it. And it, it's a tool that we use clinically too, because we can see those numbers improve. We can see the resilience mm. to stress. We can see sleep scores. We can see heart rate vari variability all improve over time. It's really cool. I don't know how they get so sensitive. It's a ring, but it's catching all, all this data for us. It's how do you improve heart rate variability? Well, lowering stress would be one. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. For sure. Uh, optimizing electrolytes would be one. Ah. Improving vagal tone which there's many ways to do that, but we do breath work, somatic practices for some people, cold plunge, sauna th therapy, improving gut health can improve HRV too. Mm -hmm. So lots of different things, mm -hmm. but it doesn't happen overnight, mm -hmm. certainly. What is a, like your if you had to pick your favorite restaurant in the world and when you're there, what do you order? All right. So here's the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth. Okay. So my husband is like, he grew up a foodie. He tries everything. He's from Brazil. They like, he'll have all kinds of different foods and he loves going to just beautiful, artful restaurants and, you know, Michelin star restaurants, all of that. And, and I feel very grateful. I've, I can do that and enjoy them a lot. I was raised in like the suburb of Washington state. So I worked at Denny's, right? So, <laughs> so there's two parts to this answer. First, I feel like I got to be a little loyal to Denny's and just say like, listen, it's open 24 hours. Yeah, like, Grand Slam. Yeah, Grand Slam. Am I your worst guest ever on that? No, no, no. <laughs> the art of being I, well. <laughs> no, not at all. Hey, this is, this is real life. Real I life. love it. And then there's, you know, I just think there's something nostalgic about just a restaurant we grew up around sometimes. So there is a Mexican restaurant in Washington state called Azteca. And, you know, different families I was raised with all would go there for birthdays or whatever. So I will go there and order some chicken fajitas and chips and bean dip. And yes. I'm now not doing dairy, but I wish, I wish that I could, but anyways, so that, and a margarita. Yeah. That they love it. Good. I, I love a good <laughs> Mexican joint. So good. Yeah. And you can do Mexican healthy oh, you now, absolutely which, can. which now I, I definitely do. Yeah. Yeah. There's so it's one of the best ethnic foods that to get healthy. Mm. I mean, it's really just, if you're getting good, authentic stuff, it is healthy inherently. Yeah. So uh, let's go back to Denny's real fast. I haven't been to Denny's in years. 
has the menu changed? Have you been back? What was the last time you were in Denny's? Oh I guess gosh. would be my question. Yeah. So the last time I was there, I ordered just a classic like pancakes or they always, they always serve eggs over my hammy, yes. like all the famous. The best, the best names. Yeah. The best, best names. names. <laughs> I don't know. I should check up their menu. I'm sure they have seasonal stuff now. Could you um, go back and pick up where you left off without any like training, just to be the server that you were back in the day? I think I'd be a better server now. You know, so let me tell you this. So here's the thing. I, I believe our steps in life are ordered. I really do. And what I mean by that is like, wherever someone's at right now in their life, they might be like, I don't like this job. I don't know where I'm at, what I'm doing. My whole life's a disaster, whatever it is. I believe our steps are ordered. I believe the things you're going through right now, you're going through them to then one day help someone else make it through them. And that can be one of our greatest sources of purpose. A lot of people feel like, I don't know my purpose. Or I think we can have multiple purposes. But when we look at some of the stuff, even that doesn't make sense what we're doing right now, I believe it's always a setup for where we're supposed to go or what we're supposed to learn. And when I waitressed at Denny's, the Denny's I worked at, there was always some issue in the kitchen happening. Pancakes were always coming out late. Like yeah. like customers would leave. They'd be so mad. Some, if I were lucky, would throw dimes on the table, like for a tip, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I got really good at talking to people mm-hmm. when I worked there because I didn't want them to leave and I didn't want to get no tip because I had no money yeah. <laughs> at the time. Also, I remember these moments, Will, of like looking around being like, I, I feel like, if you don't get operations right in a kitchen, nothing works, right? And just these little lessons that you don't know why you're experiencing them now, but then fast forward all these years when I'm building it cosmetics for my living room, Mm -hmm. I knew, oh, wow, there's a whole lot of other people out there showing up on social media. It all looks good. Everything's flashy. But I knew if you don't get operations right, like, you're not going to make it. Right. And just like those little lessons that like who knew I would see that firsthand from like a Denny's kitchen and pancakes failing to get out to customers and all that kind of stuff. And so, but wait, what was your question? <laughs> no, I think you did. It seems like you could go to a Denny's right now, right now yes. and oh, pick yes. up where Thank you left you. <laughs> Thank you. That was your question. Yeah. So I feel like right now, oh my gosh, I would be a better server right now yeah. just because I think I could offer more when I hang out with customers at the table <laughs> and just like want to hear their story even more and want to share even more. Yeah. And, and I think I could still carry a tray with a bunch of drinks. I think so. Yeah. I worked in college in at Starbucks and every time I'm in a Jeez. Starbucks, I'm like, I could go back and do that again. It's yeah. been a lot of years. I'd be rusty, but I know how many pumps of which go, go in which drink. But, yes. but you're right. It's these lessons that are like. I love that you worked at a Starbucks. Yeah, it's so it's so good training. Yes. I mean, it's like good life training to have jobs in general and, and in our life. What are the skills you can learn here and now that will serve you yes. throughout your life? Did you, you know, and you at a Starbucks, me at a Denny's, yeah. you probably hear from so many people Similarly, I hear from so many people that are just like, I feel alone. I don't feel connection. Everyone's on their phones. And one of the things I learned that like, I feel right now someone can apply this to their life. And maybe you saw this at a Starbucks every day too. But I feel like so many people, we walk into a Starbucks, we're in line and we're on our phones and we don't really see anybody. And then sometimes we order and then, and, and, and everyone kind of wonders why they feel lonely. And what I learned through waitressing at Denny's. And now actually I go into Starbucks way more often than Denny's. So I, but I try to apply it everywhere I go is like on days where I might be feeling lonely or disconnected, like 
what I started doing is all, even when I go to, to Starbucks or any coffee shop anywhere mm. is literally just intentionally see another person. Mm. Because like what you give is what you get. But so many people are like, how do I stop feeling lonely? How do I, you know, the art of, you know, feeling well and living well and being well and the art of health and all that. So much of it is connection too. Yeah. And yeah. right now, one of my favorite things to do, and for anyone that does this today, just try this once. I promise you go wherever you're going today, whether it's a coffee shop or work or wherever it is, picking your kids up from school, wherever when you just literally go up to one person and you just ask them how they are and you actually just see them, you don't keep it moving. You actually just stop for a minute mm -hmm. and wait for them to answer. You'll realize you're going to see first, they're going to be so tempted to just be like good. And they're going to be tempted to keep it moving and not connect with you. But the second they stop for a minute and realize you actually care mm. and you're actually looking at them in the eye, which for most people is an unfamiliar feeling. Yeah. And you're actually like looking at them in the eye and be like, how are you? you're going to see something shift. Like you'll see their eyes change the moment they know you're actually looking at them yeah. and they're actually seen. And what happens is number one, when you actually ask someone how they are, or you could give them an honest compliment, not something that's fake has to be true, but you can be like, Oh, I love that coat. Or I love your hair or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. When you do that, you're most likely going to be the only person in that entire person's day or week or month that actually sees them, that actually sees them. And what's cool about this is that the moment you do that and you see them, you're going to see a change in their eyes when they realize they're seen. And then that moment is when they see you back. Yeah. When that moment is when they see you back. And so for anyone who wants to feel less alone and more enough and start like building connection in your life yeah. and fulfillment, like it's one of my favorite things to do. I love your it. Starbucks reminded me of that. I love <laughs> it. It's, Starbucks is a great place to do it. Yes. See all the people. Yes. You and I have a boat. I know enough about you to know that we both have a deep relationship with God. Mm. I, I'm curious to know, like, do you have a favorite verse or a scripture that mm. you'd like to share with the people? Yeah. So two things to share in that. I love Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I tell myself that all the time. I went through a long journey in my life of God doubt. Mm. So, so two things to share. I, so right now I can sit here and tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt, I know God exists. Mm -hmm. I believe all of the things happen in my life through grace. And yeah, I worked really hard but I know they're divinely orchestrated. I know it. But what I want to share is that we are in a world and a time where it is so easy to doubt mm -hmm. God exists. And it was in my 20s when I was going through a really rough time in my life. And I didn't know anyone in any of my families had ever gone to therapy or anything like that. And I went to therapy for the first time. And I remember talking to my therapist and saying like, and I'm doubting God exists. And I was telling all this stuff. And she said something to me that changed my whole faith journey. And I don't even know if she actually practices faith. I have no idea to this day, but she stopped me and she said, well, what makes you think God can't handle your doubt? I'm like, what do you mean? And she goes, if he created the whole universe, what makes you think he can't handle your doubt? She's like, why don't you try telling him you doubt him and ask him to prove you wrong? Mm -hmm. And so Will for like a number, this took a long time, but for a number of years, like let's say I was praying for a friend's health or something like that. At the very end of the prayer, I would literally say, and by the way, God, I'm doubting you exist. So if you could please show up in my life and prove me wrong, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I'd be so grateful. In Jesus name, amen. <laughs> like literally that kind of amateurs. Uh, not that there's a way to, there's no right or wrong way to pray, first of all, but that would be my prayer. 
And this went on for years until literally God started showing up beyond a shadow of a doubt. Like the number of things that happened and people coming up to me saying, I don't know why I did this, but I just felt like God told me to do it. And like just fundamentally shifted stuff Mm. along my whole journey. So yeah, for a long time in my life, I went through God doubt. And I just want to share that because I think that, you know, we talk about, you're not crazy, you're just first. I remember there was long periods in my life where, and to this day, I intentionally surround myself with people that have very different views than I do, that think different, vote different, love different, all of it. And I feel like, I feel like when you don't do that, it's the quickest way to dull yourself down. Like to, I think if you ever want to be sharp in this lifetime, be sharp mm-hmm. and understand, like if you want to make an impact on humanity and be mm-hmm. a force for good and help heal humanity through love, you got to know and understand the humans that make it up. Yeah. And I think we're in this moment in time where so many people just spend time around yeah. people like them so and then tribal. they try to cancel people who don't. It's this whole thing. And I think it's so important to spend time around all kinds of different people yeah. who believe and don't believe what you do. And I will say that in 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 a faith journey, we're, we're in a moment in time where a lot of people aren't even comfortable talking about their faith yeah. or anything else, which then makes it more easy to doubt or to, and, and there's a lot of people who have been hurt by faith or feel judged or feel like somebody has made them feel like they don't belong or all of that. And, and so I think, you know, I wanted to share that more than ever for me when I went through a long season of doubting, you know, is God even real? That's what happened is I literally said that prayer, like I'm doubting you exist. So could you please prove me wrong? (laughs) And it took a while Yeah, and he did. I love it. it. My friend, this has been a blessing. What's your favorite really fast? Be still and know that I am God. Yes. That's a grounding meditation for me. Mm. When I'm anxious, my mind's like, I have so many things in the day. How can I be still and know that God has it? Yes. You know? Yes. So that that's it for me. That's so beautiful yeah. and powerful. This has been a blessing. This has been a great conversation. Where can people go to get the book? Mm. Tell them, where do they go? Yes, worthybook.com. There's lots of free gifts and exciting like bonuses and all kinds yeah. of stuff just to celebrate it being out in the world. Now I'm so excited. I'm donating 100% of the proceeds to charity. So I'm literally, this is like my life's greatest work. Like I just know every person who's ever felt like they're not enough. It is a lie. And this is a book about and learning those lies that lead to self-doubt and waking up all those truths that build worthiness. And so yeah, worthybook.com. And then I'm Jamie Kern Lima on Instagram and love YouTube it. and everywhere else. Thank you so <laughs> Thank much. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for having me. On. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back again next Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.